Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the podcast, TJV Garland, a podcast about an extraordinary lawsuit and an extraordinary journey that as targeted individuals, many of us have traveled. I'm here with Richard Lighthouse today because just like a few weeks ago, the government criminals have been attacking Lynn very badly. And we have promised that we were going to be here every week, rain or shine. So we are here to answer a lot of your questions. This week, we had two very successful um, newsletters. Uh, the first newsletter that was an update on the megaphone uh, and the use of the megaphone as a simple device to detect implants. So uh, the first uh, the first one we had we use this very simple and we're not, you know, doing advertising, nor do we get any kind of commission from that company. But if, you know, as we have said, if you can get the cheapest, simplest one, no frills, that's the one that works. So our first newsletter had 15,600 views as of last night. We only have 12,600 subscribers. So that is way more than the subscribers that we have. And then the second uh, newsletter that had a video of my head and making the noises from the, from the implants, that one had over 10,000 views as of last night. There was also a lot of questions by many of you. So we're, we made a list of them and I invited Richard to answer the technical questions because I'm just the, the person with the implants inside, but he knows the engineering part of how, for example, a megaphone is not just about, you know, it's not feedback. It's if there is not an electromagnetic a wave coming out of a surface, it's not going to make the noise. So he's, I brought him to explain and to answer some of the questions that were in um, the both newsletters. So welcome, Richard. Thank you. Thank you. So <clears throat> we'll add to that um, that we should have a new another newsletter ne uh, next week with another uh, uh, proof positive, uh, another test subject that has a confirmed uh, implant visible with x-rays. And we're going to show that the megaphone also detects that implant. So look forward to that next week. Um, let me dive right in and give you some of the, the background, and we're going to define some terminology so, so folks understand what we're talking about. The first term I want to define is micro implants versus macro implants, and I need to thank uh, Dr. Baer for this suggestion. Uh, we need to characterize and differentiate between the micro structural implants, which appear to be associated with COVID shots and graphene and the mRNA um, uh, substances that have been injected into many people. Um, we consider, we, we're, we're using the terminology of micro implants for the self-assembling and the graphene that uh, has been found in blood and in, in these uh, COVID shots versus macro or larger scale structures. Um, uh, typically the size or shape of about a peanut. Uh, some are as small as a grain of rice but they're much larger than any self-assembling structure or graphene that, that has been detected so far. So uh, you, the other distinguishing characteristics is you'll notice different frequencies. The, 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 the megaphone will 
display a different tone or a different frequency for graphene type detection versus a macro implant that might be the, the size and shape of a peanut. So we're gonna show that in a, in a couple of uh, different examples uh, so we so folks get some clarity on that. Um, <clears throat> uh, uh, Anna had mentioned that uh, Dr. Bear is, is out this week and we wanna send our condolences and ask for your prayers uh, for his support. Um, I was hoping that he could address uh, the COVID shots and some of the material that's been in there. Um, we, we might also address that question uh, to Dr. Anna so that she could quickly summarize the, the contents of those shots and what the megaphone is potentially picking up. But we'll, we'll follow up on that at, at a later date and we'll put some information in the comments. <clears throat> what are the typical locations for some of the micro or the macro implants, the larger structures? We typically find those in the neck. Um, I, have, I have one that I uh, displayed in the previous. Um, it's, uh, it, it comes out pretty quickly. And so, so um, uh, I do too. I and, have, I have here <clears throat> and well, I have all over the place. You see what the different noises. There, there's de definitely a different frequency that goes with different, different structures. And so there is, there are a number of websites on the, on the internet where you can get a, a an acoustic uh, signal analyzer that will tell you precisely what frequency and tone is being generated. It's important to capture that because you're characterizing a microstructure versus a macrostructure. So, and that's something you can capture on a video and then follow up later and, and capture that exact frequency. So um, the, to follow up, the, the neck, we, we're finding them in teeth and the jaw, along the jawline. We're finding around the ears are good places to do a detection. The back of the neck, uh, very, uh, very high on the neck above the hairline, we're finding um, detections. The, the bottom of the neck across the top of the shoulders is also a common place. And uh, joints such as uh, elbow, wrists, knees, ankles, uh, hands and feet, we're finding a lot of detections in those areas as well. So, um, we encourage you to, to buy one of these megaphones. They're about $15. You can get them online at um, Walmart, eBay, do, do a DuckDuckGo search, and you can find these in lots and lots of places. So, um, yeah. Okay. Uh, we're here. Um, I want to ask you one question. Those macro <clears throat> implants, are they limited to the size of a peanut? Because I can <clears throat> show, a, you know, some of my x rays show things that are um, way bigger than the size of a peanut. We, we, that's correct. We don't know what the largest possible uh, implant structure is. Clearly, you see there, um, a, here, this is one big implant I have here in my heart area. Look at these, these are also cables, but then the, the most noticeable one is this one in the bottom right, right under uh, the left breast, right? That's the left, yeah. Oh, whatever. So there's a, there's a number of structures there that uh, the doctors are are avoiding uh, discussing or answering. So the way to the way to use the megaphone is typically you'll see on on a simple device it'll have a, a volume control here. You want to put the volume up. This is not only a volume call. We 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 found that it's a sensitivity control. 
So you get, if you feel like it's giving too many hits, you can turn down the volume and it seems to control the sensitivity. Um, so you might want to play with that a little bit as well. If you're getting too many readings and showing too many hotspots, try turning down the intensity and, and it should isolate it to only the strongest targets. Um, you'll, you'll see that this simple device only has off speaker and siren as well. So um, if you wanna uh, uh, play with those controls, some of the newer ones have digital controls with a lot more features on it, like recording and a loop. And we, we don't think it's worth the extra money to get that. Keep it to a simple device. Uh, we found that these work the best because the, the, the detection is closer to the surface when, when you use these simpler devices, okay? So, and, and again, we're not promoting this particular brand. There's lots of different brands out there. Just stick with the simple and inexpensive ones and you should do okay. Particularly because <clears throat> the digital ones also can be jacked with, right? Remotely. That's, that's correct. You wanna stay away from digital controls. Digital controls can be remotely manipulated with a signal generator. So try to stick with the simple analog type devices and you'll have fewer problems. And always disconnect <clears throat> the battery always, after you're done using it. Disconnect and the battery. For this, for this or any other equipment you use, take out one of the batteries, even your remote controls. We, we have the experience that you put your remote control of your TV while you're working on your computer. Well, guess what? The criminals can use that remote control to access or, or manipulate your computer. So, you know, just remove one of the batteries while you, you know, you put your channel and just remove it. Just advice that has nothing to do with yeah. implants but that it's necessary. So we're gonna show you the difference or, or how they coincide both the electric pen, how to use it and the megaphone. So th this is a typical massager pen. Again, we're not promoting any type of models. Um, these are, are typically called, referred to as acupuncture electric massager pens. And so they're, they're, some are used in the acupuncture industry to stimulate certain uh, uh, points in the body. And uh, it's supposed to give people relief from muscle strains and, and, and things like that. It provides a mild electric shock. It's not painful. It's got an adjustment, a volume adjustment that goes up and down on it. And again, this is just a typical model, but what's important that these, we, we first started using these more than a year ago to show that you can detect in, in the body because you, you'll get a, a huge feedback when you hit a hot, uh, where there's a macro implant or a large scale implant. Now we haven't seen any instances where it tends to stimulate the microstructures, but we have, we have seen many instances in odd places in the body, particularly on the arms and the legs where there's clearly a larger macro implant. And these types of devices will stimulate them and cause large areas of the body to vibrate and shake. It's very noticeable, you won't miss it. So we encourage you to get one of those and try. And when you use them in combination with these two together and you're both, they're both indicating a reading in the same spot, that's very significant. So you're using two different scientific tools to confirm in one spot that there's something there. And then we want you to take that and use that information, maybe in the form of a small video, and take it to your doctor or, or a nurse practitioner and say, hey, I'd like to get an ultrasound for this, this spot. So Let's we demonstrate could... how, how first with the <clears throat> megaphone. Okay. Because, you know, I have all over uh, spots all over the place, but. Okay. So we're picking the spot on, on her arm that, that we're aware of. 
is is uh, is a hot spot. Okay, so. Okay, so we're getting, we've marked on her skin, they're a little marked to, to, so we know where it is. And now we're gonna check it with, um, now we're gonna check it with the electric pen. <clears throat> yeah, this is working. Yeah, I put it very high. And I have to correct a little bit of what you say. You say it's okay. not painful. Yes, it is. When you have, it, it can sting or you, you can feel a sting or it'll do what you'll see here doing here. Okay. You have to ground, also grab the person doing it on you. It has to do ground. Okay, there, you can see what it's doing. So it's, it's, uh, it's definitely, it's a very specific spot that's being picked up by the megaphone indicating a radio frequency signal and we can also stimulate that spot to show that it's 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 interfacing with the body somehow so um and and if and if you do that on me you don't get that response so uh it indicates that possibly uh she has a unique implant there and that would be an explanation of uh of to, to give to a medical target hey i'd like to um uh, get an ultrasound done on this specific area. So that's a general demonstration. D does that mean we've covered everything? No, we can't anticipate all the different implants and, and devices that may be out there. But uh, when you get some unusual results, we encourage you to write into T-Justice2 at Proton.me and, and let us know what you found with uh, your own results, okay? One thing I wanted to cover <clears throat> is, and I don't know if you can see it there, but you should scan your body for a little scar, you can't see it. It's, it's barely perceptible. Under the sun, in a very, very bright day, just scan your body for little scars that you, you've never noticed before. You're gonna see, you might see them in your fingers, around your legs, everywhere. Um, it's just uh, something I learned in a book, in a, in a book about a man that has a complete W band. And he said, just scan your body for little scars around it that you might not notice unless you are under a bright sun. Also, I wanted to answer many of the people were asking, uh, how did I get these? Well, <clears throat> I got these implants through the course of 16 years of surgeries. I had some were elective, some were not. And, and what I do want people to know is it's like, how come she couldn't notice that they had um, pierced her skull? Well, when you undergo a surgery, you're having the real scars of the real surge, legitimate surgery and a lot of pain. So one pain cancels the other. I, I didn't even, you know, it's back here. I, I, I don't see myself there. And so, um, and as I believe we don't have nerve endings, right? That will cause the pain uh, there. Well, if you have significant left surgical pain in your ch chest, you're not gonna be poking around your head worrying about what happened to your head. I didn't feel, I, I honestly didn't feel it uh, until later I started feeling tickles. And, and that's one of the signs you want to look for. When you get unexpected twitches uh, in your eyes or in your face, something in your face starts moving or uh, in your body, all of a sudden you feel a tickle in your leg. That could be the current from the implant. And that's how I started detecting where I had them. 
so that's another uh, telltale sign of, of these artifacts that are illegally placed in you. Let me, let me give you a, a kind of a, a quick step-by-step -step that, that we're suggesting. Again, this is not medical advice. This is just our suggestion based on our own personal experience using the, the megaphone and the electric massager pen. The first thing we suggest is scan your whole body with the megaphone very slowly and mark, we, we put a diagram that you can use on the January 30 newsletter. There's a one page diagram that you can print out and you can mark the spots where as you find them and you can come back later and then note the frequencies or the tones for each one of those spots. What are the most frequent places where the implants are placed? So uh, again, that's the, the, the neck around the ears, the back of the neck back and the here. hairline across the top of the shoulders. We've had many people say there's detections in the teeth and then along the jawline is also very popular um, in the joints, any of the joints. So shoulder, elbows, wrists, ankles, knees, we're finding uh, uh, de common detections there as well. So you're gonna have to take your time and slowly go through your whole body. And if you've got somebody to, to sit down and, and write down uh, on, on the chart, that, that'll make it a little bit easier. So maybe work with another TI and document each other. So um, is this a chart that you put in the, in the which newsletter? And this was in the January 30 newsletter. There's a diagram, a one page diagram that you can print out. So um, uh, you want to get the, both the location and the frequency that's associated with that spot on that diagram. So then How you want to get come the back frequency to use the frequent to get the frequency. Um, we've listed an example, just one example on the internet where there's what's called a signal analyzer that's for acoustic frequencies. And it, it's basically, it's free on the internet. So you put your laptop or your cell phone to that, to that um, website and it'll pull up a signal analyzer and it, using a live microphone off your laptop or your cell phone, it will detect the sound, the frequency coming from the megaphone and it'll tell you the exact frequency that that is. 800 hertz, 1200 hertz, 2000 hertz, these are common frequencies. If you see something that's way different like that, than that above 10,000 hertz, that, that would be unusual. We haven't seen that yet. They're typically in the 500 to 2000 hertz range, typically. That doesn't mean there's not gonna be something else, but that's what we're finding typically. Um, so then you wanna go back after you've marked it on the diagram, take the massager pen and check these different spots and see if you get a secondary confirmation. You can also use a, a strong neodymium magnet. You can buy those online, Walmart's got them, Amazon's got them, Home Depot's got them. And use these neodymium magnets and see if they stick to these locations. That would be a, a yet another indication that there's something magnetic or metal that's in that location, okay? So once you get multiple confirmations in the same spot, that's when you wanna to go to a, a medical doctor or nurse practitioner, some are even online that will write you a note the cheapest ones are online. You just give them, tell them what you're doing, refer them to targeted justice. You can uh, show them the megaphone, show them that it works uh, and say, listen, I'd like to get a, a, an ultrasound done on this area of my wrist, for example. Um, so then you go to an ultrasound, which is fairly inexpensive and it's difficult for them to manipulate because it's a moving image and you want to take your cell phone with you and try to uh, show when they get the, the ultrasound reading of that, what, what is it, what is actually in there? Okay. So, and then, and then if it shows something like a peanut, which we have seen or some type of foreign object in there, you've got confirmation in an ultrasound or an x-ray, 
then it's time to go find a plastic surgeon. And for example, here in Houston, we have more than 400 plastic surgeons. And we suggest that you look for a plastic surgeon that's older and more experienced. And typically they have their own walk-in office. It's not a hospital. This is to save you money. You don't wanna to have to go to hospital for this type of procedure. There's no reason to do that. It's an, an office procedure. It takes just a few minutes. He just, he's just gonna use some rubbing alcohol on the area and, and, and cut it open and remove whatever in there and immediately put stitches in there. 15 minutes later, you're walking out the door. Uh, we found that it, it, the, the, the simple in-office procedure can cost anywhere from about $200 up to $500. Again, that's going to be dependent on where you live and the price of you know, medical help in that area. So that's just a general, um, a general type of reference. So then oh. when you get all that, you want to put the implant into a sealed container, like a little empty prescription jar, put a little bit of rubbing alcohol in there and um, use that sealed container, keep it in there and, and let targeted justice know what your results are. Okay. So that's me, the general, that's the general plan. Many people ask me, <clears throat> well, how come you didn't do that? How come you haven't done that? Well, I'm not going to go to any doctor until this program is shut down because it was doctors that put all of these implants in me. And although there are very good ones, I uh, will not a, undergo any kind of procedure until this program is shut down because I don't trust a, the doctors just because many of them I believe are either compromised or they can be blackmailed and that's why I personally will not remove anything I fall, I deem myself to be a walking vault of evidence against the criminals and I will that's why you know I'm for me now I'm not going to do it but it's your choice as he advised. Also, one of the things that we have been seeing is that unvaccinated children show a, have a, seem to have implants in their thighs, in their hamstring and the quadricep part of their little legs. So you might wanna um, scan, targeted individuals might wanna scan their babies or grandchildren and see if in the areas of their legs or arms, a, they have a the, the megaphone goes off. Yeah, that's a good suggestion. So we we we've had a number of uh, comments suggesting that babies are getting this done at the hospital. So there's no reason to be injecting babies at, before they even left the hospital. That's it's a very unusual procedure. So uh, one of the questions I want to address is the feedback question or comment that we have gotten. Um, this is definitely the reason we don't think that it's feedback. Now, that's not to say there's never any feedback associated. We didn't say that. We say what's common in the detection doesn't involve feedback. And it's because there's different frequencies associated with different areas of the body. And we also have many areas of the body that get no detection at all, which doesn't suggest it's always feedback. So just because you've got a reflecting surface um, doesn't mean you're going to get feedback. So um, our evidence suggests it does not involve feedback and the use of the electric massager pen as a separate instrument confirming that there's something there suggests uh, very strongly that the megaphone is detecting something. So um, we think that will address that issue. Um, we're going we're gonna to leave the comments open underneath this. Keep a watch out for our newsletter next week. We've got another test subject that's volunteered to help us and we very much thank her. So look for that further evidence uh, that the megaphones do indeed work. 
So please share this with your friends and family, with your doctors, um, share this video with them or some of our newsletters. That's the best way to get this information out there. I can also <laughs> say that probably one of the reasons they attacked our Dr. Bear so much today is because we were going to have this round table with him. And as a medical doctor, well, obviously the criminals didn't want him to talk about it. So again, we ask you for your prayers and know that we are not going to stop. It doesn't matter what they do to us. We're not going to stop until we shut down this evil program. And uh, we count on you sharing this information, not only with targeted individuals, but also with um, people that are not, because as has been stated in the newsletter, the intelligence community has been compromised. I am absolutely certain a lot of their members, eh, the people in their ranks are, have been implanted without their knowledge and the information needs to get out. And also the babies. I don't, I don't wanna think that there's an agenda to put implants on every newborn without the parent's consent. So we have to get the word out of there and we count on you to do so. If Targeted Justice has helped you, we encourage you to make a donation uh, at targetedjustice.com under our donation tab. And if you're a subscriber to the newsletter, we encourage you to upgrade your subscription to paid to help us out. Thanks very much. Thank you. We'll see you next week. See you next week, rain or shine. Thank you.